0: PGIF, thank God it's Friday and uh, the number one show at 5 o'clock, following the number one show on, on Fox Business uh, uh, with Larry Kudlow and the number one show on WABC on Saturday mornings between 10 and 1 o'clock, the leading economist for our country, Larry Kudlow. Larry, what the heck is going on?
1: <laughs> thank you, John. <laughs> thank you, John. Well, it's kind of open-ended. Uh I don't know where to start. So on the economy, we could start there. Well, let's talk, yeah, let's and- start. Let's look at Sid Rosenberg, Andrew Giuliani, Judge Weinberg, and John. Let's start with the stock market. It's been so volatile and had a couple of really brutal—I mean, brutal—days, as you know, earlier in the week. Now we were up yesterday a decent amount here. Markets over thirty-three thousand at this point. The stock market. You told me on my morning show a couple of days ago, get in, get in, play. Now, what are your thoughts right now on the volatility of the stock market? Well, look, at the, the toughest part for stocks, and they got slammed the other day, you had some very bad economic releases. So as somebody who would prefer to see a soft landing, retail sales fell, industrial production fell, manufacturing fell, housing fell. Today the numbers on existing home sales is not good. We're ending the year on a very poor note, Sid. So I, I'm worried right now maybe more than I was a week ago. Uh, the only thing that seems to be holding is the labor market. the unemployment claims remain low, so that's good. America is still working. But almost every other number that came in looked really, really bad, and it bodes well for the January stuff. It bodes well – it bodes poorly, rather, for January. It bodes poorly for the new year. So I'm quite worried about this. Larry, Andrew Giuliani, quick question. Are you still bullish or are you at a hold point? Where are you right now? What do you recommend to WABC listeners? I'm I'm always a long-term player. So I would say to you, in the long run, keep adding to your position. Um, Don't let your broker do it just buy the S&P 500 yep. index okay that's the way to do it and hold it for the next 50 years all right and, y- and they
0: dropped Vornado off yes. the S&P 500 that. today wow.
1: a roll building yeah. yeah, I How saw the that. mighty. Uh, yeah, that yeah. form. Now, now, the Afford. one yeah. thing, Larry,
0: that we mean you talked about, it's a fact is why would anybody, because housing starts are down, uh, construction is down in the toilet, uh, and the world's coming to an end for real estate people and say, I see the symbols already. Uh, and uh, who would sell his house that he's paying 3% interest on to buy another house to pay 6 or 7%?
1: Well, that's a tough trade. I uh, I would agree with that. It's a tough trade. Um, my guess is mortgage rates in the next you know year to two are going to fall quite a bit. We're so that means we sell
0: low houses for the next two years,
1: basically. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about. I don't know about that. I mean, I I, I wouldn't go quite that far. I am not that passionate.
0: I'm ex exce- I'm, I'm, I'm 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 uh, I'm uh, exaggerating a <laughs> <right now. laughs>
1: This is not the end of the world. I'm just saying you've got a bunch of bad numbers. Uh, the fourth quarter ending last December looked like it might be quite decent, but you got downward revisions for all these numbers in November yep. and then bad numbers in December uh, said when I talked to you, I don't know when it was Monday or Tuesday yep. you know, we didn't have those numbers so that if you, if you go by the data, the data doesn't look good. I don't think it's the end of the world, by the way. I'm just saying, look, uh, we may have a recession. I still think it's a 50 50 proposition, um, the Federal Reserve is going to hike rates one more time. Be my guess, they're going to hike rates a quarter. That seems to be the. Message. I
0: agree with that,
1: and um, we will. We will look here. Here, let me give you something good. Okay, Joe Biden caved in today to Kevin McCarthy. Like right, Joe Biden has been saying, I'm not going to talk to the House Republicans. I'm not going to discuss any debt ceiling deals that would include ending cuts. Okay? And that's funny because at the top of my show I said Biden will not be able to maintain that position for another week. I was wrong. He folded this afternoon. For a to day. Oh, that <laughs> was quick. That was great. And you had to do it. You're right. By the way I recommend uh just bet the Giants. Take these seven and a half against the Eagles tomorrow night and put your whole stock portfolio on that. Uh, <laughs> But on a serious note, the, to, the yeah. point I was trying to make is, is, is a simple point that what we need here to improve the outlook for growth and prosperity, we need less spending. Yep. We need lower taxing. We need less regulating. We need to stop punishing success. We should reward success. All this woke socialism from the Bidens. I think you're going to see the House Republicans come after him, and they are right to do so. There'll be no debt defaults. There's plenty of revenues to pay the interest on ten year bonds. But you cannot continue to increase spending by, you know, two billion dollars, two trillion dollars a year. I mean five trillion dollars of additional debt in Biden's first two years in of office. So the Republicans are correct in the House. You're gonna have a debt deal, but it's gonna be accompanied by significant spending cuts, new spending caps, and new sequestration punishment if you don't meet the caps, kind of like 2011. Don Boehner negotiated with Barack Obama, did very well. That's a good thing. That's a good thing for the economy. It's a good thing for lower inflation, and it's a good thing for future economic growth down the road. So Larry, I, yeah, our, I friend, kill our,
0: our friend Lally is in, in Davos. I understand three significant things happened. Russia didn't show up. The United States didn't show up. And China didn't show up. And (laughs) they don't know if they should uh, uh, panic or wind their watch. And and I understand (laughs) the the CEO of Pfizer has been cornered, and he kept his mouth shut. What do you hear from Davos?
1: (laughs) What I heard from Davos is the U.S. did show up, that a climate zealot, named John Kerry. Oh, John Kerry showed up. Right. Nobody, uh, no, 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 Gore. The, Gore. the president Gore, Gore showed up. At the top of his lungs, money, 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 said it nine times. But the president said all this money. The guy's crazed. He's wrong about climate change. We should have a balanced approach to climate change. We should produce more oil and gas. Listen, Biden said this week, I mean, this is the piece de resistance. So Biden finally admitted that, Selling out of the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, which is supposed to be there for weather disasters and emergencies or a national security emergency, was really aimed at lowering gasoline prices. Now, that was pathetic, and that, by the way, violates the law that set up Spro in the first place. One last thing before we take a break. They are on the climate.
0: Larry, one last thing before we take the break, and I want you to have a great weekend, and I'll be listening tomorrow between 10 and 1, is India is buying 33 times more oil uh, from Russia than they did a year ago.
1: Yeah, hey, I, I'm sure you're right. I hate to hear it. China is buying too. All they're doing is keeping Vladimir Putin financing his war in business. That's a tragedy.
0: Have a great evening, Larry Kudlow. I'll be listening to right, you over the weekend. Thank you. Great, Larry Kudlow. Let's take a break now, and we're going to go to Lou Dobbs.